Hey, 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 everybody. Today we're talking about nurturing your email list. I get this question all the time. Should I have an email list? I don't really want to have an email list because I don't really know what to do. What should I do about my email list? I don't want to be salesy. What am I supposed to write about? Why do I need an email list? All of these questions come together with how to nurture your email list. And that's what we're talking about today. So stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right. So let's talk about emails. Emails are a great way to communicate with your audience, a great way to build a relationship and to really let people in about who you are and get them to see the type of person that you are, the type of business that you run, some things that are going on in your life. It's a great way to build a relationship over time. And the important thing that you should know about an email list is that it is, ne- it is a necessity to growing a business. Yes, I'm very big on growing your business on Facebook or any other platform. I start with Facebook. Um, But I don't believe you should be on every platform. You need to be where your clients hang out. But what if the platform goes down? Or what if like, remember remember MySpace? Everyone was on MySpace. And then once Facebook started, everyone left MySpace. And then once Facebook opened up to everyone and not just college students, no one even knows what MySpace is now. All like my teenagers don't know what MySpace is. This is like the biggest platform that turned into nothing. And it can happen with any of these platforms. Or remember that day a couple years ago where all the platforms stopped working? Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. I mean, they're all owned by Facebook, but there was a day where they went down in the USA and everyone freaked out like, what? How is this happening? Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? If you only build your following on those platforms, you don't actually have access to communicate with your subscribers. So yes, that strategy of social media is really important, but it works really well when you also are building an email list and the two together make a very strong business growing strategy because you kind of own their email list in a way. You own their email and because you kind of own their email and therefore you're able to contact them whenever you want to. So it's really important to have an email list. Now, what are you going to do with them? That's what people always want to know. What are we going to do with these emails? I don't want to be salesy. Well, your email list is not to be salesy. Yes, you're going to make offers now and again, but you need to think about giving. Give and give and give and give and then you can ask. Gary Vaynerchuk wrote a book called Jab, 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 Right Hook. And he's referring to boxing where you jab, 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 and then you take a right hook. So I want you to think about that. You're going to give, you're going to give, you're going to give, and then you're going to ask. And not even that much. It's not give three times, ask the fourth. I have my email list and I email them twice a week for years and years and years. And I only ask once in a blue moon, every four months or so. So you don't have to ask all the time and be salesy. You have to give all the time and provide value. Now, what does this look like? Well, this looks like coming up 
with a way to communicate about what's going on in your business. So first I want to ask you, what is the frequency that you can commit to with your email list? If you feel like, oh, I don't want to start another thing, Melissa, please don't make me do it. Well, then maybe you're not ready to have an email list that you're emailing twice a week. Maybe once a month is enough frequency for you. But whatever that frequency is, I want you to be consistent with it because that's where the gold is in the consistency. So if you can't commit to a lot, then commit to once a month. Well, what does a once a month email look like? It's going to be a digest of everything going on. So upcoming events, maybe things that you've done in the last few weeks, maybe places you've been featured, maybe it's like a free meditation that you can give. It's going to be free value, things that you can offer them, events that are coming up that you can invite them to. Um, just anything that, that lets people know your business is alive and thriving and here are all the ways that you can get in touch with me. Or here's a group, a Facebook group that I started. Come join in on the fun and this is what we're doing over there and I'm teaching all these things or whatever. And that would be what a once a month email looks like. Maybe you can commit to two times a month. So every two weeks you're going to send out an email. What does that look like? Well, it can also be a digest but maybe it's a blog. Maybe you're sending out a blog so you're informing your audience. Hey guys, I just wrote this cool blog about XYZ. I thought you might be interested. Have a look. Or maybe you can commit to once a week. Once a week could look like maybe your podcast. If you have a podcast, you can offer that. Or maybe it's filled with some testimonials from past clients or new research that has come out about what you do. Or maybe you're doing a card poll and maybe you're doing like a, a weekly card poll. That'd be really good for a healer. Um, if you're a coach, maybe it's some cool recipes. Um, if you're a health coach, if you're a life coach, maybe it's like my three-step strategy process that I wanted to tell you about this week. You know, whatever it is. And if your frequency is going to be twice a week, which is what I do, I use it as a way to showcase my weekly podcasts because I have two weekly podcasts. They come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And also where I've been featured or things that are coming up, like when I do my Thanks for the Clients Challenge group or when I have my Marketing with Intention program opening the doors or maybe when I'm talking about my Acceleration Club. So use your email list to offer a lot of value. I'm constantly giving value with my podcasts, with blogs, with other people's content. You can share other people's content if it's relevant to your audience. But I want you to understand that people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And if you don't know somebody, you're not going to buy from them. So you're spending the time nurturing them, getting to know them, getting to understand them, letting them get to know you and understand you and building that trust up and building that relationship. It is all about building a relationship. And that's what you do in your emails. It's time to get laser focused this year and fill your group programs and one-on-one -on -one calendar once and for all. My 90-Day Business Accelerator helps coaches and healers fill their group programs so they can scale their business, freeing up their time and making them more money than they made in the previous quarter. Visit go melissmarketing.com slash MWI, which stands for Marketing with Intention. See you there. So I want you to remember to be very 
personable. So you're going to start off your emails with like, hi there, or hello, or hey, or whatever, and put their name in. So I want you to take advantage of the technology that will automate some of this. So you're going to put in everybody's first name. If you're using an email software system, they'll have like a code that you can put in, like hashtag name, hashtag, or maybe it's quotation, first name, quotation, whatever it is, and it will import everybody's name in it so that they feel very personable so that they feel like you like you are personable and you have personalized the email to them you have a personal touch very important also to know your voice you know you don't want to sound like a robot if someone else is writing your emails for you because that's your weakness and you know how I feel about weaknesses you delegate them out then that's totally fine I write my own emails Um, It's something that I enjoy doing and it's not a big deal for me and I just write them quickly. Um, But if that's not your strength and you want someone else to do it, make sure that they're using your voice. That voice is the essence of your brand and people will come to associate it with you. So if you do hire this out and then let's say you fire that person, you have to hire someone else, they have to keep the continuity there of the voice. So make sure we're using your voice. We're using the language that you use. Um, It doesn't have to be robotic. It doesn't have to be all professional if that's not the way you are. You know, if you're the type of person who curses a lot, you can use curse words in your email list. You are attracting your tribe. So make sure you're using your voice. Also, you want to use call to actions. You want people to do something very often in your emails. Do you want them to join your Facebook group? Add that to the bottom. Do you want them to listen to your podcast? Do you want them to subscribe to your podcast? Do you want them to get on a call with you? Do you want them to read the article, email you back and tell you what you think about it? Let them know what you want them to do because people don't just do what you want them to do. They're not mind readers. You have to tell them. Now, before you get started with sending out weekly emails, you want to have a welcome sequence and this can be automated. So when someone joins your email list, they're getting that first email that says, hey, You've joined my email list. So happy that you're here. Hello, hello. Give a warm welcome. Let them know why they're there. Remind them how they got there. And then you can start giving them the newsletter or whatever it is that you sent out. Also, segmenting your list is really helpful. This is one of the most overlooked things that people do when they're nurturing their list. They just lump everyone together into one campaign. Instead of sending the same email to every reader who fills out a sign-up form, you can segment your subscribers based on the actions that they've taken or the actions that they haven't taken so that you can maximize your value to them. And then their engagement will increase as well. And you want that engagement to increase. So this is something that you can use with the automated part of your emails. So some of your emails are gonna be automated and that's okay, You still just want to be personal, really important to be personal, but it's okay to pre-write your emails and schedule them out when they're going to send. I actually do that every Sunday night. I write about 10 or 15 emails to my list, Um, not all to the same people. I have segments, so different segments are getting different emails, but I personally have to write 15 different emails. I do that on a Sunday. I schedule them out. All the emails go for the whole week. So that's a really simple way to make this more efficient for you is decide a day or a time where you can sit down and write your emails, schedule them out, 
let them go and they'll go on their own. And the last thing I want to say about nurturing your email list and encouraging you to have an email list is that you are going to get unsubscribers and that is okay. I don't want you to feel like, oh no, they unsubscribed. Now I feel bad. And it happens to all of us. People unsubscribe from my email list every single day. But you know what else happens? People subscribe to my email list every single day. And the ones that unsubscribe are not a good fit for me. Maybe they were a good fit once and now they're not. Maybe they don't like the frequency of my emails. Maybe they don't like the value I provide. And that's okay because they're not my target market. They're not people I'm going to want to work with. They're not people that I want to build a relationship with. But the people that are there, those are the ones that you're catering to. That's where I want you to put your attention. And those are the people who you're going to build the relationship, nurture over time. And all those times that you send an email, it becomes a touch point. There are people who have signed up for my Marketing with Intention program after being on my email list for five years. Can you believe it? Five years. They get my emails every single week for five years. And when they're ready, who is top of mind? Not the person that they signed up to get their emails five years ago and then they unsubscribed. Not the person that posted something one time a long time ago on social media. No, it's the person who shows up consistently every single day, posts on social media, sends out their emails, provides value, nurtures them, builds the relationship. And then when they're ready, who are they going to? You, the one who put in all the hard work. So I want you to remember that. Unsubscribers, it's fine. Let them go. Focus on the people that are there and nurture them. Okay, I hope this helps. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Hey, coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.